Shut up, I love it. You better go to bed, it's past your bedtime. Shut up. I love it. This is Shut Up, I Love It, obviously, and I'm Joe Cabello, obviously as well. And who am I here with? And I'm obviously Sasha Filer, and this is Shut Up, I Love It, a podcast where we invite a special guest to talk about something underrated, underappreciated, forgotten, misunderstood, hated, yeah. hated, hated, despised. Reviled. I mean, let's bring out the thesaurus. <laughs> we got a very special guest who is a comedy writer and recent transplant to Los Angeles. By day, she manages a team of writers at Nerd Wallet. Welcome, Sarah Hobb. Hey, thank you. I'm glad to be Welcome. here. Sarah, I love your last name. Can you first expand a little about your last name just for me? What's happening? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's of Norwegian, mm. you know, extract, I guess. Yeah. And um, it gets mispronounced all the time. What is it, hove? Lots say? of hoves, lots of sometimes <laughs> hoves. And um, the best part was when I started lifeguarding in high school, I later found out after I became friends with some of the other lifeguards that my name was on the schedule and somebody said, instead of HOV lane, like high occupancy vehicles, <laughs> high occupancy <laughs> vagina. Uh, uh. Wow, mean, we, mean, mean. We don't like to see it. I, I was a, a bully of being called Come Below. My last name being Cabello. Wow. Which, oh. yeah, of course you would come below. They, I mean, that's the more normal come, right? Um, yeah, and my and my stories about my last name are horrendous, but they're all in Russian, so nobody's gonna relate to that. Oh, so I'm no. gonna save them. For the Russian version of this episode, when we recorded for the Russian... Shut up, I hate Russia. (laughs) (laughs) I had to explain, by the way, to my husband the other day that, like, say, say, uh, in any Wikipedia article, Barack Obama, right? Take Barack Obama, Wikipedia article. When you click on the Russian version, it's not like a direct translation that he thought was going to be from English. It's its own article, and some facts might be very different. Just saying. I don't and know, are for some they? reason, he was surprised. Yeah, some of them. Some of them are different. I Sometimes I, if I really like a movie or TV show, I like to click on the Russian version, even if it's like not even made in Russia. But I'm like, but what do the Russians like speculate about? Yeah, it? I had no idea. <laughs> like the reception, like you know, when it's like for a movie the reception, it's like well, they, you would think they would want to talk about the reception right. in Russia. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well. I guess that explains it. But I mean, like, the facts behind it. (laughs) Here it is. That's the key. Uh, Sarah, are we here to talk about last names or what is it, the the topic? No, we are here to talk about Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, a 1991 vehicle that is highly underappreciated. Wow. Oh, you just put it all together in one smooth sentence. I really like that. So smooth. We wish everybody was this smooth, actually. It's so smooth. Yeah, so <laughs> underappreciated is why you brought this on. Can you, mm-hmm. for those of the people who haven't seen this movie, what's it about? Yes. Well, I think its big claim to fame is uh, that it stars Christina Applegate, mm. who was coming off of her tenure on Married with Children at the time. And basically, she is the eldest sibling of five, and her mother, their single mother, goes to Australia for the summer and hires an outrageous babysitter to watch them. The babysitter, not a spoiler because it's in the title, Yeah, dies. The inciting incident mm. is the title of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then she has to figure out how to, you know, care basically for her family the whole rest of the summer. Mm-hmm. Basically yeah. grow up, grow up immediately. Grow up too quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all need to learn some lessons, except for the mom, apparently, who... <laughs> learns nothing we'll get into all that uh but sasha is this Mm. was this movie on your radar i feel like maybe it wouldn't be no wouldn't be you know like the name like i knew the title of the movie and i would always run it up you know like you just read because i love christine applegate and like you know dead to me is one of the best shows of all time shout out to the neighbor Mm. who wrote on all seasons unbelievable how dare she emma shout out to you but seriously like dead to me i love that show so much and she's insanely good on that show. And so 
like just even reading my Wikipedia articles on her and in Russian and English, I was like, dude, like, don't tell mom, baby, serious that it sounds like an interesting movie, but clicking on it, I would discover that it's like, nah, it's not like well received. And I'm like, eh, it just sounds like not something for me to worry about. So haven't seen it. Yeah, you weren't going to write a robot podcast. chicken sketch about it. So No, no, you no. You didn't need to nothing know it. Nothing like that. <laughs> it wasn't in what the ab- pop culture ra- radar. No, what, it wasn't. It wasn't. What about you, Joe? D- did you see this movie before? So this is a, it's a, one of those weird movies where I was five when it came out or something like that or four. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty sure I saw Pupubescent. it. Pupubescent. Very yeah, I couldn't even appreciate <laughs> Christina Applegate. I could I didn't know what was happening to me. Pre prepubescent probably. Yeah, there wasn't any pubescent. There was no there was no sessent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty sure I watched it. You know, like we rented it mm. on VHS or something, because it was always like a weird memory, and maybe even from ah. just seeing the VHS cover, uh, you know hundreds of times I would go to the video store mm-hmm. as a kid. There was always those movies, you know, where you're like, I feel like I saw that movie just because I read the back cover fucking mm-hmm. 500 times. That's um, Porky's for me. Yeah, wow. yeah, like I've never seen Porky's, <laughs> no. but I feel like I did. I might as well have. Uh, so I was excited to watch it because I'd never seen it in a way that I remembered it <laughs> or anything. Uh, so no, I I would have to say I didn't really s- see it or know it, but it always felt like a classic in my mind. Yeah. Interesting. So it's funny that you talk about renting the VHS because that's exactly what my brother and I did. We we got that on a Friday night from Blockbuster and mm-hmm. our parents did not really pay attention to mm-hmm. us. And so we put the movie in and in every general, time- it, ever or just that night? For the most part, yeah. Oh, and wow. so we- we put the movie in and as soon as it ended we just started it back over Mm -hmm. and we did that the whole weekend until Mm -hmm. it was due back on sunday night or monday and i think we got nine watches in damn and we know what your brother was watching well the thing is though i was 10 and he would he would have been either nine or eight because he's only a year and a half younger so Mm -hmm. i think he probably was but i don't know i didn't ask him he was pubescent Okay. <laughs> he was cresting. Like how could he not be best on young Christina Applegate? <laughs> we right? all She's very bestable. Very bestable. <laughs> Pre-pubescible, post-pubescible. Oh, all of those. Uh, She's so, too good. So you've been a fan of this movie for since it came out-ish, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a long, a pretty long time now. What was it that has... Have you watched it a lot? Is this like uh, every year you watch it? Or what's your level of fandom? Yeah, great question. I actually haven't watched it that much since then. I think the nine times like got it into my brain. <laughs> Rewired uh, yeah, brain. Yeah. yeah. And so it's there are like several quotes that even just rewatching it the other day in preparation for speaking with you guys, I was like, yep. Still there. Yep. Didn't make that one up. Yep. Okay. And then I also noticed some new things that I'm excited Mm -hmm. to get into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've noticed that with watching certain movies that I really loved, but I haven't watched them in forever. I'll watch them now. And then I'm like almost afraid. I'm like, oh shit. So much of my personality is this movie. (laughs) And I didn't even realize anymore because it's been so long. Formative age. That's really formative. God. Kids are so sensitive for a while, right? For a while. For a while. They're putty. (laughs) Yeah. Well, my brother and my dad and my parents ended up getting divorced. And so our... Getting the whole story. Yeah, the whole story. Our language was mostly made up of song quotes and movie and TV quotes. So when my brother and my dad hang out, a lot of it is not, you know, actual words we're coming up with in our heads. (laughs) (laughs) And that's certainly something to speak to someone about. (laughs) <laughs> but, um, which is one of our know, uh, <laughs> episodes actually <laughs> called therapy episode 101 i want to say there yeah, yeah I, i'm just saying that communication could be worked on slightly but <laughs> it sounds also really lovely uh and i definitely have those movies with my sister where mm-hmm. we just say the quote uh Sa- the out. santa claus friend of the show oh yeah the show that movie we'll just say things from it to each other Mm -hmm. um but i'm interested now to hear on the rewatch 
what were some things or how about and we'd get into the classic things you loved i don't want to know the new things yet mm -hmm. okay that you discovered i kind of want the audience to have to wait mm -hmm. for it well i think for a 10 year old girl one of the classic aspects of this movie was that it's set in the fashion world mm. now Devil as one Prada. of so <laughs> devil wear Prada-ish. As one of the characters points out, it's in the bowels of the fashion industry in LA. But, you know, Christina <laughs> Applegate is putting together all these work outfits that were so time appropriate for all I knew, you know. And um, she's drawing fashion drawings with this cool montage to drag in the line. And uh, it was it was very exciting. Yeah, that I didn't expect this movie to be a, like, workplace I did not ex that's exactly what it is it's such a huge pivot I'm sorry like this is my biggest like I don't even know if it's a negative or positive point but it is like completely unexpected it's, it's a, a career comedy, comedy yeah like, career <laughs> yeah. comedy it's yeah. so weird because they do get to the babysitter dying so quickly and yeah. then you're like, okay, what's the hijinks they're going to get into? And I was expecting could go anyway it could be any could go anyway <laughs> yeah I thought they would actually go Rob wild yeah. And then re reel in, kind of like a blank check or something like that. Shout mm, out, blank friend check. of the show, sure. blank check. Oh, for sure. But no, it's like she instantly gets a job and then is just killing it, which I love that genre. So that's, I was really into yeah. it. Um, but I mm -hmm. adored the ending, how they do bring it back of, like, I forget what she says, like, we got away with it. And then where's the babysitter? Because <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it, it's horrifying what they did. Yeah. Yeah, so how much do we care about spoilers, if at all? I think we, uh, on this podcast, done. if it's, yeah, unless it's like TV show alone, we try not to spoil it. But other than that, this movie is so old. Um, Y'all should pause this podcast, watch the movie, come back. And also, can I just say quickly before, since I have, I have my moment here to shine. It's very similar to the movie 1988, Working Girl, in some way. Have you seen it? Working Girl, who's the star of that one? It's Come uh, on. Melanie Griffith. Yeah, Melanie yeah, Griffith. Yeah, Oh, no, Ford. I haven't seen that one. But it is like a, kind of like that, even though it's not about that. Mm -hmm. But it has all the elements of this movie. Well, so the more we talk about this right now, I'm just mm -hmm. realizing that it might this might have some true family connections to me because um, another movie we watched all the time growing up was The Secret of My Success with yes. Michael J. Fox. I was just thinking See, I don't that, know that, as, one. that one. I yeah. don't know. As and you brought it up, I was like, yes, it's that movie. Yeah, so I think we're, my brother and I, I'm sure we're probably just like, yes, it's kind of the same thing. Because when so. you're a kid and even now when uh, you want comfort watches, you want things that are familiar. Mm -hmm. As And especially that's how like kids programming is intentionally. So having that in a movie that's different, but the same, it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. But now we might watch 10 of those movies in a row and be like, this is so rote and so fucking Derivative. basic. Yeah. So we, but we, yeah, we don't worry about spoilers. Spoil away, go for it. Okay, so you know, Joe was saying that what they do to the babysitter is awful. So <laughs> this babysitter go, well, and also I want to point out that you said you expected them to go wild, mm -hmm. especially in the rewatch. I think the point is that the kids are all already wild. Like as the mm -hmm. mom's getting ready to leave for the summer away in Australia, the, none of these kids are saying goodbye to her. <laughs> like they're, you know, smoking, Bad they're doing drugs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like up in a tree house and don't even want to come down. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't even know where to go with all of this, but um, I... Yeah, I was shocked, and my 10-year-old my self was shocked because I was very, um, you know, good, uh, played by the rules, that mm -hmm. type of thing. And so, anyway, um, the second oldest child is a pot-smoking brother, and so the babysitter funny. goes into his bedroom and just seeing all the horrendous, uh, you Mess. know, terror in there in the heart of darkness she basically ends up having a heart attack and Although dies it's not on camera because the more exciting um scene i guess is the misdirect of christine applegate uh finding out that this babysitter is dead but we know she's dead because we are told she's dead by the title of the movie so why not <laughs> yeah. instead have a fun dying scene and then, sure, maybe have Christina Applegate be confused for a second, but that's a really ex extended scene of Christina Applegate just asking. Slowly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> slowly, slowly finding out that the babysitter is dead. What Isn't was that, like, that 10 dead. minutes in? Yeah. 10 minutes maybe in? Maybe not even. I don't yeah. know. 
And then they stuff her body in a trunk That's and when it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. drop it off at a funeral home. Like, I would expect, and maybe it's it's unnecessary, right? But, like, couldn't they have called the cops and then had, like, just given a fake number for the cops to reach their mom and, like, had Christina Applegate pretend? Did they have to do something so heinous as shoving a woman's <laughs> no. body? They probably had to break her legs and different Oh, God. Things. Didn't they have to say that, like, they might have to cut her head off? Because she it was, she discussed, was unlike, I think. It was discussed. Oh she was unlike. <laughs> she was unlikely to fit into the box. Well, I do think that that shows a little bit. I mean, she had come in really aggressive as soon as the mom left. She was super, super mean to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's kind of them getting back at her in a way. But it is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not really a complaint because I do think it's it. The movie sets us up to be silly like that like it well it does everything it's described right on google search is described as frisky it's a frisky, <laughs> frisky comedy i was like frisky it's, i've never heard a comedy being described as frisky i can 100 percent tell you that was a man who wrote that and was just <laughs> thinking about christina applegate and I was like, oh. this is really frisky <laughs> it had nothing to do with the plot he's just like yeah it's that movie so frisky oh gosh well, that, that man was well you movie, know what it is it was one of the characters gus gus oh, no. is gus. amazing oh we love Gu- gus I, we're jumping onto Gus a little early. Not at like a fa- it is. But yeah, we're no, getting there early. Yeah, let's, we'll wait for Gus as we we'll wait, wait for, for Gus. Some we'll other save things. Gus, Sarah. You seem like you're in good control of this development yeah. of this. Discussion. Well, I did want to point out that I had forgotten when I just rewatched it about the animated credits, and Ooh. I think that's like a key mm. moment in time. That movies had these animated credits. So it was basically like that ten year period, right mm-hmm. between. Probably 80, 85, maybe? and yeah. 90, yeah. So this is right, right in yeah. there, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, in the credits, it kind of shows that the babysitter is going to be awful. So yeah, you guys are really mm-hmm. keen when mm-hmm. you get to these perception, these perceptive moments of like, why did they draw some of that out at the beginning? Yeah, I mean, and also part of it is like I we always wonder Joe and I like is it like because we're writers all here and that's what we kind of know things coming like miles away but I think this one even like a layperson would be like come on babysitter's dead we all know she's dead stop surprising us with the fact that she's dead because yeah, she's it's in the title dead. although who knows maybe the title was like summer Hidden. hijinks at one point, and then they, you know, there's a script. We mm-hmm. just don't know. Right. Everybody <laughs> who... We'll never will. The people involved all died in a horrific bus crash. Yeah. According to Russian Wikipedia. <laughs> a week ago. <laughs> a coincidence? <laughs> who knows? Or a message. Uh, but those an- that animated sequence, are there any other movies that you remember specifically that having Pink those Panther? and enjoying them? Um, Better Off Dead has a weird one. Um, with like a dancing hamburger and then <laughs> trying to think what else. I just know Pink Panther, oh. but I don't even know if I'm right or wrong. And that's not yeah. from the 80s. Ruthless people. Ruthless people. Ruthless people. Another 80s movie. Yeah. With uh, Judd. Hmm. Oh, my Jen? gosh. No, Judge. Judge Nelson. Wow. No. Those Judd, some Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. That's Judge it, yeah. Reinhold. There's yeah. a guy on the new Bachelorette <laughs> who looks just like Judge Reinhold. Shout out. Oh. So wow. look out for him. You'll know it immediately when you see it. Um, have you ever seen Troop Beverly Hills? That one has a good animated Yeah, intro. I don't remember the animated intro except maybe some hot pink. That's all I can conjure up. Okay. But I, I was definitely oh, taken Beetlejuice. back to that year. Oh, yeah, Beetlejuice. Probably mm-hmm. even the same people that did it all, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So once the babysitter is dropped off, they're the kids are really excited because that's their way of not having to have their mom come back from Australia and they feel like they're truly in control of their summer. Yeah. They drive the babysitter's car back, which is like this vintage car that I don't mm-hmm. know about cars, so I don't know what it was, but, but it's, it's pretty cool. But it's looking good, yeah. Yeah. Looking good. And they get back to the, uh, well, even on the highway back to the house, they realize that the envelope of money that their mom had given the babysitter in cash, because it's 1991, mm-hmm. um, is empty of the cash. Mm-hmm. And so that sets everything off because- so, Just to jump forward, yeah. that, that, did she steal the money? Well, 
later we at the end we yeah. see that the the funeral home workers like she had it on her body yeah and so they found it when they were you know taking All that care money. of her and they're grateful for it <laughs> well the, it sounds like they blew it in vegas but yeah <laughs> yeah they uh, broke people stay broke according to <laughs> finance instagram Wow. So Speaking of finance, that. I don't want to even get into that because Sarah knows a lot about finance and how to how to become rich. She told me. Oh, send, send me a couple emails about that. Okay. <laughs> so um, before we even keep going, I just want to point out again, Christina Applegate is amazing at it, like to me. I think she's such a strong actress and she's exactly the same. Like there's something very much same about her as she's in Dead to Me. Look, she's older and dead to me. But it's like the same acting, the same presence. She's one of those people that manages to like look almost the same from yeah. like when she was a teenager to like however like I don't know, fifty years old as she is now, but she looks great and it's very interesting, like that she just kinda maintained her integrity as an actor. I don't know. It's pretty great. Absolutely. Yeah. There's one moment when um her boss, her new boss, and now I am jumping ahead here, but her new boss t like is looking at her resume and she goes, and you're a Vassar girl. And Christine Applegate's eyes widen and she tries to look at the paper <laughs> because she had just like pulled everything on the resume yeah. from a book. And from so book. she book. didn't know, know what that, that was. Yeah. yeah, we all know resume books. So what happens afterwards? So once the babysitter is dead, this is when it's like the story could go whichever way in my mind it could go anywhere mm. they might just like rob a bank have a craziest party of all time um kill somebody else <laughs> or, or do anything just anything like it just could be a horror movie I, I don't know what it could be it could be anything instead it becomes yes a career woman's uh, success so christina applegate quickly gets a job well don't skip over the mm. the uh, clown dog job because oh, so that's important. a key oh, plot point gosh. clown dog yeah. which is basically mcdonald's right but also with a truck but way kitschier it's way yeah kitschier. it's way way weirder there like i don't want, <laughs> i don't want that to exist like the music blaring of the truck everywhere they go uh, how would you describe sarah what is the establishment uh, it's like they're dressed like a 50s diner mm -hmm. and they're serving nasty looking uh Greece. chili dogs mm -hmm. to people and the guy who runs it is just insanely Creeper. happy um like way too happy like one of the smile. characters yeah, <laughs> the characters jokes Upsetting. that he's on helium or something, and or he just read Dianetics, which I appreciated that joke. Yeah, that was a very go fun for joke. it, making fun of Scientology. See, I didn't get that joke even the other day. I didn't know. I haven't been here long enough. Oh yeah, you yeah. go. You spend here well, a little. That's more time. good. If you yeah. don't know about Dianetics or anything, then you're actually you've lived a better life than a lot of people. Oh, uh, yo, they're gonna come for us. You know that. They're We're friends in of the show. <laughs> We're friends of the show. So they, so yeah, so she's in this job for like one night, um, trying to serve this fast food. She's wearing a hairnet, and at the end of the night, she's scrubbing at the sink and keeps slopping all this greasy water all over herself. But this is how she meets um, her the love, love interest mm -hmm. of the show um played by josh charles shout out and she is she's scrubbing like she, at one point you know he says this isn't your dream job and here's one of the key quotes that has been integral to have family communication for 30 years he says she goes what do you mean i didn't wake up this morning to scrub fat bass and work with raw meat <laughs> and yeah that quote Anytime we do anything we don't like, we say, I love to scrub fat bass and work with raw meat. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Some um, good writing there. Yeah. Really fun. And I do think, like, everything is so tight. The fact that mm -hmm. she meets him, it's nothing, but then that becomes integral to them getting picked up. And then he's the brother of the receptionist enemy. Like, it all is no wasted piece. And I mm -hmm. always love to see that. Yeah. It's a bit of, a, of an. Ex like, it's a bit of a coincidence, the fact that he happens to be the brother of the antagonist <laughs> of the It movie. is, but we love it. But we love it because whenever and whenever there's a coincidence that makes things harder for the protagonist, you're like, yeah, sure, I'll take it. It's when it makes things easier for them is when yeah. we don't like yeah. that. Yeah. So what happens? She, she gets this job and by pissing off first this receptionist and she's going after a receptionist job right mm -hmm. at a what is it like a fashion company mm -hmm. 
So she she quits the yeah she quits the corn dog job and then has to get a another job and she's we get the classic scene of circling job wanted ads in red marker I feel like that showed up all the time. Mm. Oh I know um, no one knows what that is now. A Gen no. Z watches that they have no yeah. idea what like, she what think they sir? think she's doing an <laughs> adult coloring book. Yeah, <laughs> and then she completely copies her resume from a resume book and then we see her putting together um this crazy outfit from her mom's 80s work wardrobe and she goes into the office to hand in the the a lot of makeup resume on, yes older heels she's wobbling oh, in the heels wobbling um, that's how you know a woman is too young when she starts wobbling. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. so then yeah she she hands she tries to hand the resume over to this receptionist and the receptionist hates her as soon as the elevator doors open and tells her to go down to personnel and wow. um, she just talks to you like like her like she is well very uh, you know there's no reason why she would talk to anybody like that but somebody who doesn't speak any english and deaf and doesn't want to listen to her like just mm-hmm. Just trying to deliver this personnel, like offensive message. It's messaging. really obnoxious. It's really well played. But so well played. And very pretty lady, right? That lady. It's like uh, aggressive pretty. She looks yeah. like she <laughs> spent a few years in the military. And why not? And doesn't well, talk about it. Yeah. I think she had a role on one of the police shows, like um, NYPD Blue or something like that. Wow. Nailed yeah. it. Sarah, the Encyclopedia of Pop Culture. Well, no. no, I just watched this movie, and then they were all seared into my brain. You can't not see them, even when you close your eyes. Yeah, my brain doesn't sear; doesn't get any sears. It just, it just, it just slaps, and then like it comes back to the same shape it was before. <laughs> There's no sear; it's just like a slap, and then like a tiny leaves. little imprint, and then it just fixes itself. A fading residue. The um, fading, fading. <laughs> so um, there's immediately. Then this lady immediately becomes the antagonist. She hates, she hates Christina Applegate right mm-hmm. away, right off the bat. But Christina Applegate gets hired right away. Yeah, for even a bigger job. And this is one of those, uh, what you were talking about, Sasha, where we don't a like too easy, uh, too easy. But it's too easy to put Make her in trouble. Harder. So yeah. it's the one. It's a Forgiving. very deceptive. Again. Okay, very yeah, again, we forgive, we, for, we forgive her. Yeah, forgive we forgive them, the like, movie. We forgive. And, Everybody, we Sarah, forgive Christ for bringing for this sins. <laughs> so it's funny though because she does get the job because her her very soon to be boss comes out and says, "Where's Carolyn?" Mm-hmm. The, and you know the receptionist, lanky hair or something like that. And then Christine Applegate's character says, "Looks like she's chewing her face." And then it's true love, and her <laughs> yeah. new boss just is like, yeah. "I need you." Yeah, and this is it. It's true. It's like exactly that's the moment. Uh, the boss falls for her and she just like wants her to have her as her executive assistant gives her the office and oh my god imagine that a computer that she <laughs> must learn how to operate yeah and young people don't know one. how to operate computers yeah young people only older people know how to do that isn't it crazy the shift <laughs> the shift yeah and she's tonic shift if i may she's also yeah. supposed to um like review people's petty cash mm-hmm. pay like she pays people out of the petty cash which becomes a key plot point as well yeah she gets so much that she's right trusted away. to do mm-hmm. yeah and she so didn't even give him the driver's license like she didn't even <laughs> give him her passport or driver's license nothing they have nothing on her who are they gonna pay this money to we don't know that's never gets explained because the, the it, movie wouldn't happen it would have made a riveting scene i can tell you <laughs> The scanning of her driver's license. Well, which uh, wait, but she never gave the driver's license because she's too young. In my head canon, she bought a fake one with petty cash, and it's a deleted scene. <laughs> it's a deleted scene. <laughs> yeah, I guess sometimes I get too caught up in logistics. Look, but but it's 1991 movie, and nobody needs to know how how that happened. How they hired her. And how are they going to pay her this money? $37,500 a year, which is crazy money. What's mm-hmm. that now? That's like eighty to 120000 a year, right? Is that how you, how do, what's the number? It's like seven years of human life is a dog's life, a year of dog's life. <laughs> is that the same, same what's method? What's the ratio? <laughs> <What's> the- <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just doing an educated guess here. 
Either way, it's insane for night or she's not nineteen; she's seventeen for yeah, seventeen. Yeah, I imagine it's at least a hundred thousand, right, for our time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she gets this job, and then the jokes become like her being like a working mother. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of like. So this is weird. The yeah. the brother and her yeah. just kind of that mapping of being a mapping, couple. So much mapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, at times, got gets weird. Got weird. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to say, I think the brother, the actor who played the brother did a great job in his role, mm-hmm. too. Like, he, he liked changes him. over the course of the movie from the stoner guy to, like, a culinary um Quickly, within, within the five minutes. But, yeah. yeah, the change is kind of at one point. Well, it, it uh, ch- it, yeah, he makes waffles, and then that's it. Then yeah. It's changed. <laughs> but uh, yeah. It, is, it is good. Um, he is, like secondary character who has a goal and finishes it um mm-hmm. unlike again we'll get to the mom oh, who learns <laughs> nothing saving the mom the mom is nothing well, <laughs> like, why are you focusing the mom, on the mom? the mom but just to finish quickly the brother and sister so what happens just in case people haven't seen the movie there's a lot of scenes of them of basically Christina Applegate coming home being exhausted after work and him like having cooked all day or whatever and yeah. having like looked after the children which is their siblings. And them having exactly mapping the conversation of how a cliche husband and wife would talk. A wife that's staying at home and a husband that's working too late. And so blaming each other. Do you know well, any quotes, so, Sarah? So I rely on your memory. Yeah, I worked on that casserole all day. <laughs> she, she goes, did you burn something? And he goes, well, if you'd come home on time, I wouldn't have or something like yeah. that. <laughs> But um, so it gets a little sexual in that sense, just because we can't help but think. Well, is it sexual or is it actually back in 1990 when the mm-hmm. film's being made supposed to be a sly turning of the tables of you know so marital dynamics? Mm-hmm. I I don't I think it was trying to be progressive. Mm-hmm. I think it was, but the fact that they're brother and sister is what's weird. That's what's yeah, a little weird. for sure. It, it's mm-hmm. like you you expected at one point for him to say like. You don't even touch me anymore. You know, like, <laughs> I actually haven't thought that, but why did I think did. about that all last night? I couldn't even sleep. <laughs> it's gonna affect your rating. <laughs> so, it definitely is. I do have to say though that what what we're kind of like just to put a label on it. Um, this seems like it's gonna be a kid's show, right? Mm-hmm. It seems like it's a it's got children in it. The main character mm-hmm. is still technically a child, mm-hmm. and then actually by turning into this workplace comedy, mm-hmm. it's really for adults. And a lot of the jokes are things that yeah, kids right. aren't gonna get. And I remember having to ask my dad like a, a several different things that they say, like what are they talking about? Like what's what behind the ears mm-hmm. mean? <laughs> just stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so it's fascinating looking back that like i don't know how they marketed it because I mean, it's mm. not what it claims to be yeah which is a classic problem for a lot of movies that are brought into shut up i love it um like little umbrella that we sitting all under this umbrella of shut up i love it love um, i thought you were describing this- <laughs> a movie called the little umbrella and i was like i didn't do that episode <laughs> no sitting under umbrella of shut up i love it and the movies keep coming in, like the people coming holding their movies, like like a loaf of bread. That's how I imagine it. And all these movies are not clear who, whom was this loaf of bread baked for? Yeah, it's, it's not clear. It seems like a hijinksy movie that you would see the kids like, oh, now we're gonna like hide the babysitter from the people and do this. Uh, but then now it's. But then Gauze tries to yeah, rape her. Ga- <laughs> God. Gus yeah. comes in in the tone, and David Duchovny for some reason. Oh, yeah. David oh Duchovny God. is just there. <laughs> yeah. There's literally no reason for him to be yeah. there. He never does anything, but he's like the bad other bad guy for the pretty aggressive uh, cop lady to talk to. You just need a yeah. Boris for her, Natasha. Yeah. Yeah. He just comes out of nowhere, barely does anything. But Gus is incredible. Not that. Oh my not God. Th- I don't abide by him, but. <laughs> As a character, he was just... He really pushes good. the envelope. He really, like, decides that he can act as big as he'd like to. And what's sad about dude. that, you know, the whole, like, I was kidding. and thing Oh, that yes, he does? that's still real. Yeah, the fact that, like, that hasn't stopped in this movie mm-hmm. is uh, one of the many time capsules that prove that, like, mm-hmm. even in 1991, 
it was so obnoxious. They were making fun of it in movies. Yeah. And guys are still doing it. It's so depressing. No, it's we're making fun of it, but it's also sad. But it's it's also ridiculous that uh, it's in the kids' movie. Like he's really coming. So basically, it's the lover of Christina Applegate's boss, who also works there. But I don't know if he is an equal work wise. Um, well, so what I heard yeah. in this rewatch is that <laughs> she's like the she's C suite level, so she's like head of the whole. She's, she's COO, head of operations, right? yeah. yeah, and then he's a VP, so so he's under, yeah, yeah. So that's why he's with her, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he it's dating her. Um, she seems to be into him, like romantically passionate about him, the boss lady. But he starts quickly coming on to Christina Applegate mm-hmm. and just like yeah. being super rapey with her, smarmy, yeah, yeah. Like, Thinks he's and, the but, shit. Yeah, yeah, but his acting is insane. This guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just, he just, he just really embraces the. I'm gonna play a fucking sleaze ball. And, like, and his character does not care or know mm-hmm. that people can see that he's being yeah sketchball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, we did skip over one small thing that I want to call Please. out, and I meant to bring a prop with me because I actually mm. recently got a keychain with this phrase on it. Which is one of the fra- another phrase from my family, but clearly resonated enough that a company made a keychain of it. Yeah. Forgot to bring that, but basically the what you're gonna guess? No, no, I just said fuck that you forgot to bring it. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Mm. I, I thought you were just starting to say something like you were gonna guess the phrase. Yeah. You know how Joe just, starts every sentence with fuck. Just a very <laughs> sharp fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it, it, it did ring a little bit, like it's like a little echo. I feel like it's still in my ears. Yeah. So <laughs> the boss. I feel like the boss projects this warmth toward her. Like even though it's so unbelievable that. Um, she gets hired that easily and no one checks anything and all His that penis stuff. is warm the blood, <laughs> the blood rush to the penis <laughs> well the boss is a woman the boss is oh, yeah sorry. the boss is rose i got Not confused guess. there's so many bosses yeah yes rose no, she has so much warmth for her yeah and she's so much warmth. she is um she gives her a lot of tips that still hold up i would say in the working world which is um teaching. well like she talks about how you need to uh, like have a plan of attack and wine and dine people and get the figures mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And so that, I know those aren't very specific, but the one thing she tells Christina Applegate that she always has to do is say if if her boss named Rose ever is on a call or in a meeting and asks Christina Applegate a question, Christina Applegate is supposed to say, I'm right on top of that, Rose. And she says, no matter what it is, this is very important. You can get by a lot. <laughs> a lot if yeah. you just yeah. say it so that's yeah. the keychain oh, right the keychain is i'm right on top of that rose so the question is does christina applegate ever says that in the movie she does she there does. is a time she, yeah. yeah she uses it and then All she the time well then once, no, once. okay and then Pivotal. she tries to use it later in the climax scene and then her boss is like no 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 not now i would need a real answer so i thought oh, that was a nice touch dude I'm yeah miss, i missed out on some stuff did you watch it nine times in a row <laughs> I did not. In I one not. sitting, <laughs> no. It, uh, I, I that did have a really nice um, three three point arc of it. Uh, that part, but um, yeah, I uh, I forget. Even even the phrases have their own arcs in this. It's a lot of arcs, I'd say. Actually, in, mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. I mean, the rapey guy doesn't change, but like, but, but like, he gets David defeated. Deco- yeah, he yeah, gets defeated David with Duchovny a, a doesn't, squirt gun. Doesn't, doesn't have... He, he was shows, never there. He was a ghost. He was a figment sho- of a, he someone's shows up. <laughs> he shows up out of nowhere. Like, kind of like... Almost like too late he shows up in the movie. Right? David Duchovny. Well, I <laughs> screamed. Yeah, I'm like, wait, we're still meeting characters and they're David Duchovny? <laughs> pre, his pre, pre-X-Files fame, right? Pre-pubescent, even. Pre-pubescent. <laughs> <laughs> he already had some pubes, though, probably, I would say, if I had to put my money on it. And then he disappears also into nowhere. Like, there's... there's no, He's not even there, like, to learn a lesson, really. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He just came in for a day, you think? He's a bad guy. I mean... 
The bad guys Why don't need to learn lessons. Why was he in the script? Why was he in the script? I think it was just to be the, like uh, Sarah said, the Boris to the Natasha. Of mm, so they can talk to each other. Yeah, I not so. that they needed it. Because the receptionist has to sit at reception. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like she can't go sneaking into the office. Do you think that was his breakthrough role? Because mm. Christina Applegate, apparently that was her, like that was like, for her to start being noticed. Did as, it like, break a through? Real, yeah, like, oh. like, like, oh, she's not just like Kelly. Exactly. Yeah, Kelly from this TV show that she was kind of acting. I don't know. Completely acting like a bimbo. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say bimbo, but I guess we can still say bimbo. She was a playing a character. I mean, at the time, right. that was literally how was she literally, was described. And, and in fact, I think I actually read an interview with her and she talked about it. Yeah, how like that was literally like imposed on her to yeah. be that character. And so I think that was the first um, chance that she had, a, you know, to kind of show her chops. And she freaking does in yeah. this film. Anyway, I keep yeah, going she's good. to that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't condone the use of the word bimbo in current circumstances. I'm just saying I didn't contextually think do, but thank you for pointing it out. Yeah. It was more just me stumbling against the walls and trying to find a different word for bimbo that's not going to sound like I have to explain anything. But we did use the word, both of us, and we explained that we don't... Yeah. What about himbo? <laughs> oh... That's, that's a the, good one. That's the male. Is that like a? Yeah, it's I've a heard. Yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I will use that. But I guess by <laughs> the, by doing that, I will make. You will use it. I'd rather use a fuck boy. <laughs> fuck boy is better, right? Fuck boy. Well, a a himbo. You have to be a strong and buff, really nice, mm. and also really stupid. And same thing with a bembo. You need to have the typical yeah, airhead plus slut. And well, and nice. You have to be nice. Yeah. Wow. If you're this if you're not turn. nice, then you're not a bimbo. You're something else. This took a this took a turn. <laughs> this, this whole okay, so we're not gonna Coming discuss back. himbos and bimbos as terms. <laughs> Sorry, when if you this. thought this is where we're pivoting. We're pivoting back. So I'm sorry if you <laughs> no, got we're, excited. No, but now we're pivoting out. We're pivoting out and in. And out again. And out again. So meanwhile, the romance between Christina Applegate and the boy in the truck. The clown dog truck. <laughs> clown dog chop. chop. Who, who loves the job and like takes he it loves so... It? You think I, he loves I think it? He, he just like revels in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think because it... He accepts it. Yeah, like Probably. I don't think because of what it is. I just think he's the type of person that if he's going to do anything, he's going to just love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's why they're not going to last. She's a rise oh, upper, shit. and yeah. he's a he's a stasis. He's gonna stay. Oh. Where he's at. Yeah, classic man, immigrant man. <laughs> when immigrant couples come to America, just a little pivoting, pivoting out. <laughs> usually, women quickly adapt and like learn the language, start going up the ladder. Usually, and the man just sits in his own stasis. <laughs> 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 he just drowns in his own stasis. Drown in your stasis, king. <laughs> <laughs> Dropping his sacrum and <laughs> loosening up that <laughs> sphincter. Because that's all we talk about. I shut up about a lot of food jokes. All those S words. Um, yeah, so where are we? I mean, do we need to go through the whole thing? What are the important things we have to hit here um, in terms of this? Well, she, she does start embezzling the petty cash to Big pay one. for food for her family. And then she hasn't gotten paid because the paycheck comes two weeks later. after. Social yeah. Social. And she also yeah. didn't know anything about taxes at the time, mm. you know, and I, how big a chunk. I know it. I believe it. Yeah. So I just feel like you guys might not catch this, but like those are important lessons to learn at age 10. And what, just what know, well, like, first of all, your paycheck's not going to come right away. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of taxes taken out. That's a good lesson. You're going to work with assholes who dislike you for no reason. Yeah. Um, men even are if dangerous. You're, <laughs> yeah, men yeah. are very dangerous yeah. for different reasons. Yeah. Toxic even, masculinity right there. Even if your boss loves you, it's still not going to protect you from like potentially falling under the your own ineptitude. She's mm-hmm. supposed to do this facts and the facts like eats her paper and then she's also supposed to do this big report and she has to get this other woman to do it oh that woman is great she was in all the 1980s movies yeah every single one she's amazing i think she wasn't like one of the main people probably i'm guessing in working girl and if not that was dolly parton so i'm sorry forgive (laughs) me but um 
but seriously, like she for like her role is just to do the report in this movie. Yep, yeah. And then she brings the jello nice. mold to the party. At the end. <laughs> in case you needed it or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Somebody who should have gotten like thrown like that jello mold mold in their face, yeah. right? Yeah. It's almost like putting up a gun on the wall and never using yeah, it. Yeah. Am I right? To. Chekhov? You... Anton Pavlovich Chekhov? He didn't have a Speaking great uh, jello <laughs> recipe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that it is cool to see those lessons, which I'm sure would be impactful if you've watched it nine times in a row, put into <laughs> fiction. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing a lot of educational entertainment writing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we want to have these lessons in there, but it still has to be fun, fun. and funny mm-hmm. and all that. So fun to see you now all these years later after first seeing it and be like, no, that was something that I clocked. And it mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I also think that goes back to it really being a show for adults, though, because what what is the actual joke by the end? Like, I think by the time they're having that scene in the kitchen, the joke is for adults to be like, haha, see, these kids think it's all fun and games being an adult, but actually it sucks. Like, mm. that's, I don't know, on this rewatch, I feel like that's kind of the true takeaway. Like, they, when you, and when you are growing up, at least in suburban middle class life that mm-hmm. I grew up in, like you do think like as soon as I'm an adult, I can do whatever I want mm-hmm. and I can stay up and eat whatever and spend all the money. And it's like, doesn't actually work that way. No, we're learning as we speak. I see. Yeah, I still don't really know. Joe does whatever the fuck he wants. I am a hedonist. I will just <laughs> chase pleasure. Help me. That's why you're petting your dog all the time. Because it just... Feels good. In town. Feels good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so then, of course, it all builds to this huge party. Because what a 1991 movie without yeah. a party scene in it, right? Yeah. So, huge party that happens to be in their, her house. Because it's her way, Christina Applegate's yeah. way, to save some money and not... To pay back the petty yeah, cash. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's do it in our house. And, of course, she forces her siblings to do this amazing work on the house yeah the house turnaround (laughs) is just so uh, it's just awesome that is my fiance so we are halfway through the movie watching it and she was like Mm -hmm. i that house is really bothering me i (laughs) thought this would be oh like like one that was dirty yeah she's like i thought this would be a makeover movie And I was like, well, uh, no. Everybody has their own idea of what this movie is. (laughs) I was like, the babysitter died. Now they're going to like, they're not going to clean it Mm -hmm. after the babysitter (laughs) died. Um, But I was like, no, they will have a, they will clean the house. I can guarantee they will. Mm -hmm. And then so as that started to happen, her eyes lit up and she looks at me. She's like, yay, the makeover. And she (laughs) loved this part. So. Well, yeah. Like, Christina Applegate wears this gorgeous dress mm-hmm. to the final party. They've cleaned up the whole house. They've the got little like, kids cleaning. The, I mean, it's, yeah, it's great. It's gold. It's amazing. Yeah. And then um, she's her friends are all back from their trip to Europe, and they serve as the models for these oh, uniforms. And, and they good. do like the Running Man and all this stuff. Mm, and yeah, it, it's just amazing. What a production! She they really get put on a huge production. Yeah, that party like. Jesus, what a big party. Huge party. I mean, um, the petty cash box, it was, uh, so the money gets spent by her siblings, by the way. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, the money they is They steal gone. it from her purse. So how do they put, how do they renovate the whole house, basically? Yeah, there's some budget. It's a total budget. makeover. Yeah, there's some budget, but so we never much. find out. Because <laughs> one of the kids, like, like an 11-year-old, buys like a diamond ring for his yeah. girlfriend that that just a chip to win over just a chip just a chip he's a simp <laughs> it's true that wasn't a name back then but yes <laughs> he doesn't even realize it oh yeah sorry no. can i do one of the other phrases yeah. that we skipped way no. over oh, please yes so please. before they clean up the house and everything um she tells kenny her her pothead brother to do the mm-hmm. dishes you know, before she gets home. Mm-hmm. And so his way of doing the dishes is to use them like um, clay pigeons and shoot them with a BB gun off the roof. And so they're, you know, he's like shooting them all and breaking them. And then he goes, the dishes are done, man. Oh, so that's the only, that's a pretty great line. Am I right? <laughs> like the dishes are done because they're ruined. But that's the only line that my husband, friend of the show, has re- has remembered since the movie because he saw it when he was little and he was like uh, i just remember 
like big dudes on the on the on the roof just shooting with shotgun dishes and saying dishes are done man yeah he that was would. the one he remembered yeah he would of course he that would, would be the one his life he was like because he was like um i don't know 11 or 12 at that time so he probably that was like the movie he saw for sure multiple pubescent times. pubescent pubescent <laughs> and you know i mean everybody probably had being besant everybody had a crush on christina back then probably mm-hmm. i'm guessing because she was like a playing a hot lady slash bimbo and um the tv show for years before so um meanwhile the bad lady the cop lady who's not also not a cop but she's a receptionist <laughs> she um finds out with help of david the Comney, obviously hello inspire inspiration for x-files right there yeah so they find out that christina applegate is underage 17 years old but the boss, when presented with the driver license copy, doesn't believe it. She thinks it's a. F- she it's thinks forged. they faked it. Yeah. yeah. Got him. But, <laughs> but how does she, Christina Applegate, gets completely, like her truth revealed? Well, so at this party where they've done the fashion show of the uniforms and all the buyers are there, especially the buyer from Saks, I think it's Ooh. called out. Um, because Saks clearly buys lots of uniforms. Mm. So uh, the they're doing the fashion show out in the backyard by the pool. And then all of a sudden, we hear clown, clown dog music. And mm. here it comes. <laughs> here comes. <laughs> Brian, the boyfriend, they've had a they've had a breakup because he thought that her secretiveness meant she mm-hmm. was cheating on him and she couldn't tell him the truth so because insecure. his mm-hmm. sister is the awful receptionist. Yeah, because of the crazy coincidence that was insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, basically he comes driving up and with the music blasting and over the um, what do you call that? Yeah, it's not show? megaphone. Right. Oh, no, like yeah, the his, uh, yeah, his PA. It's like system. the intercom or something. Yeah, his PA system. Yeah. He he's just shouting out into the night that he misses her and loves her. I mean, at first he's like saying how bad he's been feeling. Anyway, so you know everybody is starting to hear this on top of what how she's been trying to MC mm-hmm. this fashion show, and they're starting to realize something's not right something's here. Not right until. Yeah, and then he pulls up, and she manages to still even save this because she swings the spotlight to him and says, "And here's young Brian in our still classic." Works. Still okay. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. And then, um, then the worst possible thing happens. Her brother goes, "Look behind you," mm. and the mom is there. The character mm. of mom in safari gear because she was in Australia. Oh, there's nothing believable about that, by the way. That she was. She's Australia. still and she's still wearing it like she got on the 16-hour <laughs> flight. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, she says, "Sue Ellen." Mm young lady you've got a lot of explaining to do or something like that. so her name is swell but sue ellen is the same name as swell like swell is short for i sue think ellen. that's her nickname right yeah so mom is here and for some reason that is worse than anything that could possibly happen right like yeah mama's here mama's gonna it's over it's over and, and that's when rose the boss comes up to sue ellen and is like what the hell is happening and sue ellen says i'm right on top of that rose and Boom. the boss is like, not this time. Mm. And Christina Applegate has to admit to everybody that she's just a child. Yeah, it's pretty, it's amazingly acted. And it's mm-hmm. pretty humbling, actually. Mm-hmm. You know, she does this, it turns into a very serious movie for a moment where she does mm-hmm. this real scene of admitting at this microphone in the, with the spotlight on her to all these buyers and mm-hmm. um important executives that she's only 17 she doesn't know what she's doing um i can't remember if she says this but like she hasn't even decided if she's signing up for classes at city college in Mm -hmm. the fall Mm -hmm. um yeah so it's it's pretty touching so then mom and the daughter have their one-on-one and mom discovers that her daughter has fucking grown up over this summer question mark two weeks question mark not sure the timeline because she got paid at least once that's what i'm going by right the timeline's very um fluid yeah yeah and uh, with direct deposit and stuff maybe it would take another two weeks who knows Mm -hmm. you know these things (laughs) 
And how long was crazy. it before she even got the job? Maybe it was another week. Nobody knows. So mom sees that her daughter, her little girl, is a grown woman. Well, she doesn't seem to care. The mom does not seem <laughs> impressed whatsoever about the party or about all the people there. And it's not until she gets inside and sees that Kenny is now clean cut and making um, making canapes. The good for nothing. That's when she really starts to pothead. look at her daughter like, whoa, you had an effect on your brother. Mm-hmm. And she starts to look around the house and mm-hmm. is like, hmm. And Christine Applegate tells her mom to just go on up to bed. And it's like the complete wrong oh, reversal. reversal. The reversal is mm. there. And mom fucking eats it up. And it's eats nice it nice and wraps up quickly. You know, it doesn't overstay. No. Until the mom says, but where's the babysitter? Mm-hmm. And then there's a little bit of a zoom, right? Isn't there like a little bit of a zoom yeah. into the... Christina Applegate's face, and then we go to black. Yeah. Well, I did. If we're talking about technical stuff for a second, I did notice on this rewatch that there are all kinds of unnecessary camera angles throughout the movie, and like lots of foley effects that heighten the the moment. That's interesting because again, my husband, shout out, fan of the show, passing by, saw this movie, said, "Wow." such bad directing and he kept walking and i was like i didn't feel like it was that bad but it's interesting that you well there were just several moments i think where they had the camera like underneath the when they're like looking they're tearing apart the babysitter's room looking for money and i think Mm -hmm. at one point the camera's from the angle of the drawer as she's like pulling clothes out of the mm-hmm. drawer and that's stuff a fun like that. Angle. That's like film school angle. Like anytime you make fun. a film, yeah, yeah. Anytime you make a film, like uh, in it's like I remember making my thesis film, like in film school. It's like you you have to have at least one shot from inside, like refrigerator <laughs> or something. You think you're such a big fucking yeah. shot, like for doing. And it. it's and like, the- dude, just tell the fucking story. <laughs> well, and then they did a lot of like ding 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 like the mm. where the camera kind of stutters in and mm-hmm. i haven't been to film school so i don't know the names for these shots but and yeah. my film school was basically tv school but i like to say film school because it sounds like i'm fancier um <laughs> i have a few a few Points. last things yeah. that you guys you can Absolutely. edit it out or keep no, whatever you want um at the beginning in this rewatch the mom says some one of the kids says why are you going to australia and she says because I've in my 37 years this is the first time I'm having a break what that mom's supposed to be 37 what I'm sorry that mom looks a bit older yes but you know it was it was 1991 things were just she lived a rough life yeah she was a survivalist on tv show alone (laughs) and she had to live under just blazing sun I'm sorry that lady looks a little older than 37 and even though there's not uh, the moments where the babysitter is with them is are very short, there are several key lines that came out of that. For instance, the kid who watches TV all the time, mm. she turns off the TV and goes, "TV rots your brains." Ooh. And then, um, then also uh, when they're finally all the kids get together and finally decide to like overthrow her, and this is when Christina Applegate goes and finds her dead in her room. Mm-hmm. The the daughter who's like a tomboy says, mm. and then she's making us get up at the butt crack of dawn. And I think that one has made its way into the lexicon. Now I don't know if this is the first ever uh-huh. instance. Certainly the first time I ever heard. I've it. never heard butt crack of dawn, but I like that. Yeah, it's one of those things that just you're like, oh, it just exists. Where did it come from? Yeah. And now we did. Now we know. Probably. I or, think it's possible from yeah. this movie. We, we think maybe. I really like that character, by the way, the little girl. She's fun. Oh, she's yeah. She's a tough one. A tough. Mm-hmm. She stressed me out so much <laughs> when I was ten. <laughs> it's just like, ah. <laughs> no, she's crazy. Uh, crazy fun. So, did you cover all the points you wanted to cover? Oh, well, also, when they lose the really cool classic car, it's because these drag queens are stealing their yeah, car oh my gosh, yes. out of the That's Chuck E. Cheese parking yeah, lot. it was a very, like, <laughs> in and out kind of introduction of drag queens. And also, I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, if you introduce these characters, like, could we spend some time with them? Like, give them, yeah. like, a scene. They might have had a scene and it got cut. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Pivotal <laughs> scene. But they, that's why they can't call the cops for getting their car stolen. Because what are they... She says, what are we going to say? Liza Minnelli stole our car? Right. One of them is dressed as uh, Liza Minnelli. Very very much Liza Minnelli-ish look, actually. Yeah. yeah. 
pretty great. Yeah, she pulled so, it off. Um, or he pulled it a, off. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, they pulled it off. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. We don't. But what we do know is that we're about to go into the best part of this episode. <laughs> Joe, what is it? It is the rating system. So we're going to rate this movie on a scale of 0 to 10 and using another thing as a reference point. Now, since this is a movie, you could use another movie. Or you could use bananas. Like, hey, bananas are a 10. I love bananas. This movie's a 2 because I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything you want to do. Whatever you want. And guess what? We're going to go first, so you'll have some time Don't to Don't forget think. the mother. Don't forget to talk about mother. Because I feel like we haven't covered the mother. The what? The mother. I mean, the, your feelings about the mother. I want to hear that. Oh, no. Just she had a lot to learn. She did not raise her kids right. No. She, they learned on their own through other circumstances okay. how to. We'll grow use that up. in your rate. I want to see that reflected in the rating. It won't. <laughs> 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 um, but I'll go first. Yes, let's say, thinking about this movie, it's a classic from the time. Let's say Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, same director. So, mm. let's say that movie is a nine. I like that Mm -hmm. movie. It's a classic. I'm going to say this movie is a 10. It's got (gasps) Christina Applegate. I could watch it all day. I did not see that coming, and I'm so happy. I did not see that coming, Joe. You you played it like a lukewarm, lukewarm, misdirect style. Yeah. That's how I go. But no, this is a very fun movie. It's my type of movie. I love movies from this era um, with this type of energy. So uh, I really did enjoy watching it. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! I'll go next. I'm gonna take the working girl just because for some reason it's so similar. I know like it's not similar, but it's also so similar. The working girl, the movie that Joe has never seen, and I give the working girl like a six maybe. Um, it's it's I I had to watch it twice for some research reasons, but and I was like, yeah, like I I love Dolly Parton and I love her in this movie and I thought it was cool, but like. I don't know. It kind of got boring to me. I don't know. It was just like office stuff. But the, this movie, um, Don't Tell Mom, Babysitter is Dead, will probably be an eight. Eight. So wow. Because I really like, I mean, it, it, I like the kids stuff in it, like mixed with the office. Like Somehow this like, genre mix works. It's weird, but it works. And Christina fucking Applegate, just like she just elevates everything by like two 1.5 points at least for She's the great. scale you know that's how you know that this is an amazing actor when they can elevate shut up i love it rating system by 1.5 yeah just I'm the actor. Mm-hmm. yeah so eight yeah what about you sarah well i guess i'll use the secret of my success with michael wow. j fox as my scale and Ooh. um you know it's tricky because I think I have to put that movie at a 10 for me, mm-hmm. just how it, the role it played. Is that in, a beloved movie in general? Yes, by so much mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah. And then with this one, I'm actually going to have to say, t- compared to that, this is a nine. And the reason mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that I love this movie. I give it major props Mom. for turning some of the, the tropes on their head. But at the same time, it just doesn't quite use the the music to the best advantage. Mm. Um, I did enjoy the songs, but yeah, I, I, I'm the one bringing this show to the podcast and I absolutely love this movie, mm-hmm. but it, it's not like secret of my success is the type of thing where I would have to watch it. If it just happened to be on TV, although that's not how anyone even watches TV anymore, No, right. but don't tell mom the babysitter's <laughs> dead. I was fine with those nine times and then maybe seeing it like once in the it's past. It's part of you now. Years. It's in your DNA. Yeah. You will yeah. pass it on to the future generations of little Sarah's. Yeah. Um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead, by the way, is 36% rotten tomatoes. And I just want to say like, both of you were like, Oh, yeah, such a beloved movie, Secret of My Success. 50% Rotten Tomatoes. Doesn't look like too many tomatoes for me. None of, I, rotten Tomatoes isn't anything. Yeah. I know, but I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> it's not even the best system at all. <laughs> like, usually in the 70s and 80s are the ones that I like most anyway. You Well, you, yeah, you can't really even use the system for some older movies because yeah. the reviews were so... There weren't a lot of reviews. There's no mm. audience review score, really. What do I know? My whole Nothing. universe is collapsing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's incredible. So we got eight, nine, and a ten. I mean, what a perfect little 
rating. The system works. The system system that nobody understands. It fucking <laughs> works. Yeah, maybe if the Kenny actor were as hot for a guy as Christina Aguilera, or Aguilera oh, as Christina shit. Applegate this was, this is for a be, woman. This was meant to happen, by the way. I was waiting for Christina Aguilera, and finally yeah. she yeah popped her head. Maybe maybe that would have mm-hmm. given it, but yeah, I I do love this movie. Yeah, and the brother is just really great. The brother, the stone, the stony yeah. baloney. Um, well, this was great. Uh, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on Shut Up, I Love It. Would you tell us, um, us and the audience, where we can find you on the internet? Oh, yes. Do you have a presence? Uh, or it's, anything it's that's a going tiny, on? it's like just the shadow of a presence because mm-hmm. I mostly lurk. <laughs> but um, I am on Twitter mm. at Sarah Hov, S A R A H O V. And I am on Instagram at and this one's a little tricky. All right. Sfumatera. S-F-U-M-A-T-A-R-A. And what does that mean? Oh, my gosh. Don't ask me All this. All right. It's a separate <laughs> episode for Shut Up, I Love It. Amazing. Uh, Joe, what's going on in your life? Check it out because issue three of Bottoms Up yes. Hard Liquor is Hell officially yeah. out. It's my Official. comic book series. Go check it out. And I think you can right now get all three issues digitally you for $3. Can. Yes, so you if can. you're like late to the series, go check it out, and I'll have paperback copies out soon. And also, like Joe's writing this crazy novel. Um, give me the name again. Oh yeah, it's Tec- like my favorite. Technovirus hero. Technovirus. And the girl. Whoa! And what what a great novel! And like he's spitting out chapters like weekly or like twice Whoa. a week. And uh, it's cool because like I was one of the patrons who really requested that as a as a choice of what content would I like to get. So I'm very pleased with the results. So yeah, so you can, can you do imagine? that. And all my comics, if you subscribe to my Patreon, you can actually get bottoms up in all the comics. So yeah, so you can dictate the future of Joe's uh, writing. Output goals. Yeah. Well, thank you, Elizabeth Salute, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this track. And thank you for listening. <laughs>